Welcome to Changing Perspectives, where we talk with people about how their ideas and views on the world changed due to important events within their lives, uh, such as moves or engagements or other sort of things. Uh, my name is Nathaniel Hazard, and today I'm joined by my family to talk about how our move changed our views of the world and of the United States. Good morning. Um, who are you? My name is Laurent Hazard. I'm Nathaniel's dad. Um, I'm from Belgium. I'm an engineer from Belgium. I'm in my late 40s and I'm a technical manager in the field of polymers and chemical products. All right. Good morning. Uh, could you tell us a bit about yourself, who you are and what your relationship is to me? Hi, good morning. So my name is Julie um, and I'm your mom. I'm your proud mom. Um, I'm a Belgian citizen, I'm born in Dinan. I'm uh, in the mid 40s. Um, I have a low degree uh, and um, until the end of December of last year, I was the executive director of the French American Chamber of Commerce. Um, this is a bilateral chamber of commerce and the goal of a bilateral chamber of commerce is just to uh, enhance business relationship between uh, two countries. Here it was France and, and, and the uh, United States and most specifically uh, Georgia. And since uh, the beginning of this year, uh, I'm just a stay-at-home mom and I'm preparing the big move uh, to Belgium because we are moving back to, to Belgium this summer. So. I'm taking care of everything and, and, and to prepare for the, the big move. Good morning. Uh, tell us a bit about yourself and what your relationship to me is. Um, I am Lola Hazard. I'm Nathaniel's sister. Um, I am a freshman at Forsyth Central. I'm in the STEM Academy. and um... To ease us into the this discussion, it's important to note that most of my life was spent in Belgium uh, and that it shaped the view of the United States. This view was mainly based on the idealized versions of the United States that I saw through songs and movies that were shown in the theaters, songs of course, on the radio. Uh, however, some of the ideas that I had in my mindset before moving here um, of the United States also came from the vacations that we spent in Florida uh, or from the stories that my parents told me about when they came here. Like my dad came here when he was a student sometimes with his parents. Uh, and so as a result, I thought about the United States through a very curious lens, uh, similar to my mom and my dad, since they had so much impact on my thoughts and because of the stories that they told me. Um, and it really just allowed me to formulate a mindset that was open to other ideas. So uh, this kind of mindset was, as I said, very similar in my mom's and dad's. So I, I grew up in, uh, in Europe, in Belgium, in the 70s and, and 80s. And at that time, I think it's still like that, but um, in the media, so movies, TV shows, but also music, everything was mostly coming from, from the US, from the Americas. Uh, and, and 
in a large part coming from California. So when I would see movies like uh, E.T. or Back to the Future or TV shows like Miami Vice, it would picture a certain lifestyle from America uh, with fancy cars and nice suits and a lifestyle for teenagers also in, in high school that, that was very different from what I knew in Europe. Um, so all that to say that it, it, it was something that was very uh, attractive. So um, that was our first uh, expat experience. Um, so I, I was just curious, you know, we've been to the United States before moving here. We've been to the United States um, for vacation. We've been uh, here twice um, and we enjoyed it. Uh, but, you know, being on vacation is different than, than living. Uh, so I was just curious um, and, and I was excited. Uh, I mean, we knew the United States through vacation, through the movies uh, we, we watched in Belgium. And, and I was just curious to experience that. So, yeah, my mindset was just being curious to to just live and experience what, what I saw in movies. Uh, as the move progressed, uh, culture shocks came into view. The biggest shock I personally experienced was the difference uh, in between the people. Uh, part of this uh, very important difference was the overkindness and the openness that is shown to others from strangers. Uh, my sister also had this view, um, and she also mentioned that the language was something that truly impacted her uh, with all the variations of words and the slang that people used. I would say probably the biggest culture shock was the um, language because um, since I had been born and raised in Belgium up until we moved here, um, I kind of grew up, up until the age of five, I grew up speaking only French and learning a little bit of Dutch, but um, it was mostly French every single day. Um, and so when we moved here, the only words I knew were no and yes. So I didn't really understand what anyone was asking me or what anyone was telling me. So it was kind of hard to get adjusted at the beginning because um, I remember I had a friend ask me, um, do you want to like go talk to my other friends? And I didn't understand what that meant. So I was just like, yes. And um, especially like what even when I had learned the language and people started kind of using like slang terms and stuff like that. And I didn't really understand them until later because I had to kind of get adjusted to how English worked in the United States. My mom and dad, on the other hand, talked about the dimensions of the city. I would say the biggest shock when we moved here for a long time, so when we were uh, expats in the US, was uh, the size of everything. So how, how spread out everything was, or you had to take a car to go to the grocery store, or to get an haircut. Uh, the size of the cars, the, the, the number of lanes on the highway, uh, just the, 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 the sheer size of the houses and, and buildings in Atlanta. That's very different from, from Europe where, and maybe in particular from Belgium, where everything is dense and everything is smaller and more compact. Uh, I have to say, uh, honestly, I agree with all of their points. Uh, and it makes me really wonder how a country 
made of immigrants and people originally from a European country, uh, from, from Britain, can be so different from a country that is a simple ocean apart uh, and that it holds so many different values and so many different ideals to heart. So as I mentioned at the beginning, so uh, before moving here, I was just curious to experience what the American life would be. Uh, and I have to say that it was quite different uh, than, than just being on vacation. Um, you don't see, when you're on vacation, you don't see or you don't pay attention because you're on vacation and you have another purpose. It's just to enjoy your time there. You, you don't see um, what life really is in, in the U.S. So you don't see the inequalities that exist in the U.S. And by inequalities, I mean um, especially the one related to the, to race, the racial inequalities. So um, I know this is a, a touchy topic, um, but really living here made us experience, and, and we are basically we're white. So I've never, and, and I don't think my kids or my husband never experienced that either, but we've never experienced any issues, even though we are not American, but we are white, and I've always wondered, would it have been different? Would that have been different if I was black? In terms of the impactfulness, so to speak, of the shocks uh, on my mindset uh, and on my perspective, like uh, how it changed it, uh, I think um, that uh, most of my mindset actually stayed the same. Of course, with the exception of the judgmental approach and always looking for hidden meanings behind people's uh, so-called inconspicuous openness uh, and their over-kindness. Um, my dad mentioned uh, in his interview that he still had his belief that anything was possible, uh, that he had seen people build companies from the ground up when they started with nothing, uh, and that that was really something that had uh, inspired him when first moving here, that that was something that he always thought about uh, and related to with the United States. But he also mentioned something really interesting, um, and that was that he had grown critical of some departments and job locations, more specifically of Silicon Valley and the amount of like tech companies located in California uh, due to their like popularity, uh, their, and uh, especially their overworking attitude where people who come in are just overworked. In regards to what you said about uh, Silicon Valley and the Californian uh, tech society, can you explain what you meant when you said like it's more of like a trap for people? Yeah, so it's um, it's it's easy. You get you get big uh, the big bucks, right? You get very high salaries. Uh, a, a kid fresh out of, of university with like a computer science degree can earn uh, three six digit salaries very quickly in, in, in his first year like you can earn 120 thousands or more so that's when you when you in the US you get out of university you typically have a student debt that you have to pay back it, it, it's very tempting to go there and then 
be able to pay it back in, in a few years instead of going in another state and have to pay back for 10 years. So the bright kids will sign up for Google, for uh, Meta, for uh, a job at, at Apple, but they will quickly be worn out and they will work there uh, night and days, 24 seven, um, and they will be used and abused by, by, by in essence, by Apple computers, for instance, and they, they will be shipped to China for a while and then back to the US and, and be put under tremendous pressure but the company will take a lot from them and not give them anything. And so those people, well, many of them, actually after a few years, they are completely burned out and they, they, um, they just leave the company and go work for something else. And, and sometimes people have a hard time to recover from, from that. I've seen that. Others will, will just fall back on something else that is much better, go, go, for, uh, go work for, uh, maybe a smaller company in, in a different state, in Arizona or something. I, I know people who, who went from Apple to Google and then from Google to Tesla and then from Tesla to a much smaller company in the Boston area and, and they are successful. But they, if, if, if they had the, the opportunity to start all over again, they would sign up for a job in Boston immediately because they, they, they lost a lot of, uh, in the process, they lost a lot of, uh, friends, they, they disconnected with their family, and uh, and also it was bad for their mental health actually. So it's 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 for a few people with certain character, it's the right thing to do if you are very strong and willing to to be part of something big. But that's the trap. Apple and Google and those companies will say you will be part of something big, where actually you will just be a gear in a huge system and you will be used and abused. So that's why I'm saying it's a trap. Uh, throughout the eight years uh, we have lived here now, I feel like the United States has both grown on me and disgusted me uh, in a way. I bring this up to um, say that, the, I mean, I, I really think that the diversity of the United States is beautiful and that it allows so many different cultures to mingle with one another and get to know another. But it, it, it also makes it feel like the past of the United States is overwhelming the present uh, in the sense that a lot of cultures are being discriminated against simply because they're not perfect Americans. Uh, and it, it really feels like nothing incredibly important is done to correct the past. Uh, as I mentioned before, I, I really think that uh, the discrimination of the past plays such a hidden role, but such a present role at the same time in society. Uh, I mean, sure, there there have been civil rights acts and that sort of thing. Um, but really, how impactful have those measures been in correcting the interactions of people and I mean I'm not the only one to think so I mean my sister also does and so do other people in my family I definitely think that it's a country with like many great characteristics it has great opportunities for people but it's definitely a country that has a lot of issues that it needs to fix and a lot of progress it needs to go through 
um, there's like a lot of issues um, with like culture, um, race, sexuality, everything like that, religion, and I definitely think there's a problem with acceptance there, but um, yeah, I mean, the United States as a whole is a country with great like economic opportunities it has great job opportunities education everything like that it just has a lot of problems with the acceptance of people in general uh, my dad also glanced upon the idea of putting me and my sister in a better private school um to start us off and then transfer us quicker into a public school system um to just like offer us a cushion but not to overprotect us uh, in that kind of sense. And I, this, this idea of putting us into a public school system earlier on is actually a common um, idea uh, and a common part of conversations that we have whenever we talk about school and stuff like that. Um, and I, I think we, we all feel the same when I say that it, it would have been better for us, for me and my sister, to be in uh, public schools earlier. And talking about this now really makes me um, remember a part in Evicted where uh, I believe it was Sharina. Uh, she was talking about housing locations and the benefits that some areas have over others. And th this made me realize that uh, not everyone has a choice. And uh, a lot of people really would rather do something different uh, if they went back in time, whether that be choose a different area or try to correct something. Um, it really just made me realize just how much we would want to do differently or how little we would want to do differently. I think it's really interesting that it can be so different and that it's still so present, but also it can both help uh, somebody, but also hinder them. Through the big uh, and the small, my family and I have had our mindsets changed uh, and uh, somewhat perfected. Uh, I sincerely believe that without the experience of the move uh, and, and all of the people that actually helped with this change, uh, I would not have become the person I am today. Uh, with that being said, uh, I want to thank the Humanities Academy, uh, both the students and the teachers, as they helped uh, make me a better person and allowed me to find a place to fit in without me having to disregard what I love doing. Thank you for listening to Changing Perspectives. I'm Nathaniel Hazard, and I'll see you all next week.